But the reason I said that was, you know, all I've been seeing lately, and it is people putting up on their stories, like they're paying for tickets to go see like concerts or going to Glastonbury or, um, mm. and it's not I've, cheap, is it? I thought this the other day, you know, because, um, yeah, like you say, like, no, the weekend at Glastonbury, it was like a week. It was like a week, yeah. I think. Um, but I, I don't know how much it was, but probably two. 300 quid, I imagine. Minimum, it's got to be. And, you know, like, even, yeah. like, um, Beyonce's just been, Coldplay's just been. Yeah. Um, minimum, it's, like, 150 quid per ticket. Minimum. Um, yeah. But, the there you go. But the price minimum. of Glastonbury tickets has been rising over the years, and it now stands at nearly £350 for the whole weekend. Yeah. In 2022, I- when the festival was held back for two years, Glastonbury Go has paid 285 in total. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that there's there's no reason why people can't go. No. And why you can't go and experience and enjoy it. But you know when your life's not in order. Yeah. And you're or not even on track to be in order. You're not even yeah. looking after yourself to any degree. And you yeah. sat there like, oh, I need to yeah. go to Glastonbury. I need to spend money That's on the... going to see Beyonce. It's like are you mental? For me, it's like they don't they don't see it like that though. Like you might yeah. necessarily see it like that, like they that they need to look after themselves. So I suppose it's just how you how they define it, right? It's how how they define, you know, <clears throat> what they spend their money on. It is mad, like you could say the exact same thing about like there's a pub up the road here that's open. I swear it's open all the time. All the time. And like people are, like eleven outside, like having a pint and, and a cigarette or whatever, and you just like Apart from the fact that it's booze and a cigarette, whatever, yeah. you know, the health the health side of that, but the cost of that, like, you know, a pint's probably in that pub, probably like nearly a fiver, maybe four, four quid. So it's just spending money in it. It's, 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 it's spending a lot of your wage, a lot of your money on things that aren't actually benefiting you in any way. You know, yeah. I, you say that I was on a, I was on my run the other day in the rain and I was I ran past the pub and it was just a bunch of people, you know, Sunday evening. And I was thinking to myself, oh, it's on a Sunday. I was like, shouldn't you be like getting ready to, you know, setting up for the week, setting up for you to go to get to, you know, go to work on um on Monday. And people were in the pub. It, it, it was late as well. I must have been coming back from that run about half eight, nine o'clock. And I was thinking to myself, this is mental. No, do you find it? I I do find it sometimes really difficult to be able to talk to people that don't have the same sort of thought process. Do you find it difficult? Yeah, to be honest, um, I do. I was actually reading about this yesterday, not yesterday, day before. Um, so it's just about like being disciplined with yourself, but tolerant, but with others. Like they were, I was reading this chapter of Discipline is Destiny, and they were, he was just talking about how you know it can be proper frustrating when you see people that don't live up to their potential and I think mm. as coaches we see that all the time like as soon as I read that that made me think of numerous conversations that you and I had had about people who had got complacent and left the program earlier than potentially you know that we think they should and that's not from a financial perspective for us that's purely because they you know we just know that they haven't truly got what they came for got complacent that they achieved something like sound I've done now yeah and I was reading that chapter and it was just talking about how you know you can't like you just have to you have you have to be tolerant of others you know it's frustrating for us yes especially as coaches but 
that it's on them and you know just about trying to be disciplined with yourself and, and tolerant tolerant with others but sure thing it frustrates me like massively frustrates me when I see like with, with clients like they have some some people have like a really good run they'll have a good week um or a good couple of weeks whereby they're just sort of like just on it and yeah. something slips and I like had a I had a KFC and then a pizza or whatever it is like and it's just like it is frustrating it is frustrating but you know not everyone is us not everyone is me and just got to mm. try and be tolerant of that and um, that's how I, I how I try and see it I think at the same time we're trying to it sounds crazy but we're trying to mold them people into us yeah and it's, and it's annoying when then obviously when people don't say maybe you know um take on board things that we're saying or uh, on yeah. the ball you know a lot of the, the best clients that do come to us are the people who are like they'd run through a brick wall for you because they yeah. know that you are going to give them the key to success which we will um yeah. but and it's yeah. i find it, it's it's difficult because i think it ranges on a bunch of things you know i see people would rather i know we said about say like the concert tickets and things like that but i've had calls with people who are like, oh, I need to change, I need to do this. And, you know, my price for coaching realistically is not that high for what you get is in the result. And that person's driving a 2022 car. Yeah. That person's, um, you know, when uh, when they go out, they're wearing uh, Missoni tops, they're wearing Hugo Boss clothes, they're wearing designer clothes that are costing them hundreds and hundreds of pounds and I'm just like you know where do your real sort of values lie because how can you be wanting to you know buy all these things and then not actually look after yourself and I feel like it's as if the the person is um values more about what other people think about them than what they actually think about themselves I think definitely I do I do agree with that I also think as well there's a general sort of like lack of awareness you and I have done a lot on you know our values and where we stand and I think when you do you when you run you know when you're self-employed especially as like coaching which is all about self-improvement it does force you to look in on yourself and you know the work that we've gone through at TMP I'm so much more self-aware and I think yeah. quite a lot of people don't they, they haven't done that they don't necessarily necessarily no um so i think that's definitely i think that's definitely part of it as well yeah i think i think a I think, lot of people could could do with some sort of therapy to some degree 100 percent. yeah absolutely i mean you know having been through the other side of it it's just huge it's just huge it's just it's just, like, just just learn how your brain works learn yeah. what you really like learn how your brain works and way more self-aware sort of get to grips with actually what you really want um which is which is massive and also just what's like important to you i think like i so i've just got a new car yeah Mm -hmm. i say new car three april like two two months and i like i battled with myself because obviously i was driving a bit of a banger before and in my head i was like you know i'm okay with a banger that's all i need is that banger and to be honest with you if it wasn't that it it was about to go catastrophically wrong i'd probably still have it and i'd be very happy with it still but I was like was speaking to Claire about it, and she was like, "Like, son, you work so hard. Like, you're you like what you're doing is, is is successful, quote unquote. You know, you deserve to 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 drive a nice car." And it's like, 
I was like battling with myself. Yeah. She's right. I 100% agree with her because now I've got this car. It's just so much more comfortable. Um, and I almost think it like it, it weirdly holds me to higher standards because I'm like, I feel like I drive a nicer car. And I, don't get me wrong, it's like it's, it's a higher by I 20. It's like, you know, it's not like a fucking yeah. X5 or whatever, but yeah, it was like a bit of a, it was like it's a nice car, but not like a really, really stupidly, you know, I'm not paying like fucking £500 a month on finance for it. No, so I know yeah, it's, no, it's like, it, but I, I think that that's number, number one, that's within your means. To pay yeah, the yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Num- number two is that you work hard, so you do deserve that. It's not like as if, it's not like as if you turned around and went, okay, if I get this car, I can't have, you know, a mental performance coach. If I get this car, I'm not going to look after my health and fitness. This yeah, is the, this, this, the, the difference. Yeah. yeah, the difference was that you prioritize because you were spending. You're, you're you're spending enough money on mentors a month before you had this car to be able to yeah. drive an unbelievable car. Yeah. The fact that, that you you're spending on mentors is probably close in the range. It'll be coming up to maybe about eight hundred nine hundred pounds. Uh, yeah, we're done now. Yeah. yeah, um, and what car could you buy for that? But that's the thing is that you've got them. They're your priorities number one. Then your yeah. extra was like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, treat myself to a car, and once again, not go overboard and pick a car that's sensible. That's it. Yeah, I suppose that was the thing. It wasn't going overboard, but I still had that battle with myself. With like, should I spend that money? You know. Yeah. Well, but I think that's a good thing. You know, I to my I myself before I make any sort of purchase, I'm like thinking about it. You know, um, any sort of big purchase thinking about it taking my time understanding is there anything more important that i need to be doing and the fact of it is is that i think people just need to get their priorities in order in that sense because the thing is is that once you start looking after yourself and investing in yourself well then eventually after the hard work the hard work will always pay off and then you'll be able to actually buy whatever you want and do whatever you want and not have to care you know um right now i'm in a situation where you know i've been traveling and doing all sorts this past month you know going to portugal be to manchester maybe about 20 times being able to um you know travel up and down the country go to cheltenham go back because i've got my priorities right and was able to then spend that money and actually go and enjoy myself and not have to worry about anything at all people are also spending a lot of money outside their means because they're just trying to once again impress other people too but I think if, if I was to give any sort of advice to people, I'd say um, do get clear on your actual values, the things that you care about. And the question is that um, Kevin always asks in TMP is, you know, if nobody could, if nobody knew that you were buying it, yeah, would you yeah. still buy it? That's and, such, a sick, such a sick question. Yeah. And if, if you were to ask yourself that about majority of things that you purchase, I think you'd end up not buying that thing. Yeah. You know, if if you're unbelievably passionate, so say there's some jacket that you've been wanting for, you know, the last year, you or it's all you could think about. You've, you know, you abs- you absolutely love it. You think it's the sickest looking thing ever. Not buying it for the name, not buying it for anything. And you just truly want it. And if you could never wear it outside, you wouldn't even care. You'd just be happy to wear it inside. Well, that's a sign that, okay, you should get it. 
Yeah, on, on the other hand, if you're only buying it for other people's opinion, for other people to raise their opinions of you, don't do it. Yeah. Um, it's coming from the wrong reasons. Yeah. And I think in regards to all of that, I think it's a difficult one in regards, I know you said before about clients becoming complacent. You know, I think even a lot of people get into or want to get in shape for the wrong reasons. Yeah. How many clients I've had who get in a relationship and just get gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, or, um, you know, they'll wait until, you know, they get in shape and then they'll just be like, okay, fine. That's it. Done. Done now. And I think there's got people have got to realize and something I've been putting a lot more in my content is that you've got to be in this for the long term. You need this yeah. now for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I always say like, it's about building something that fits with your life that there's an element of enjoyment in because ultimately, ultimately you ask anyone like, you know, if I can get you a sick result, do you then plan on going backwards again? No, of course not. Okay, cool. In which case, you know, this does have to be something for life and it does have to be something that you can do realistically in some way, shape or form for for the rest of your life, you know, in order to be able to keep the results that, you, that you've got. So, yeah, I think it's, it's so easy. It's so easy just to, when you lose that accountability, like, you know, I think, oh, I, I, I know what I'm doing. I can just carry on doing what I'm doing okay cool like go for it you know some people can a fair place to them but i think 75 percent of people they will slip i th- I think it comes down to the main motivator and the main driver yeah i think and like, like you say if it's for if it's for someone else if it's not for them because again this is something i always say so whenever i'm on a consult call with someone we always i always want to find out you know why 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 and what's the impact of that why and it's always hard for them to go into. And I always like say, I really appreciate you going into that and explain the reason that I ask is because essentially, you know, I will lay out the path in front of you and I will, you know, hold your hand and I'll walk you along that path. But at the end of the day, you're the one who has to take the steps. You're the one who has to physically do the work in order to move forward. And what's going to fuel that long-term is all that shit that we just spoke about, you know, the fact that you do not feel comfortable in front of your partner. You don't want to be naked in front of your partner. The fact that you know you're constantly tucking your shirts down, the fact that you're just constantly aware of how you look and very anxious and nervous around other people because of how you look, and you know all of that really important stuff, and that's what the fuel to the fire that that really, you know, is powerful stuff that can that can push you on for for, for the, long the, periods of time. This is an interesting question, Ryan. Um... In regards to dealing with that and understanding like a higher level of say purpose or desire or motivation when it comes to getting in shape, who do you think sticks to it better, men or women? <sighs> the reason why I say this is because obviously I've trained both. And when I very first well, as a PT, it was nine, I was 90% women. Currently I'm about 90% men. Yeah. And actually now I only do actually help guys. The thing that I notice is that, and this might be just a bit of a generalization, with women, it it falls off quite quickly. They can they can just like they're they're not to a degree, they're not overly bothered, depending on how 
you know, um, have that person is. Maybe it, other effects are like oh, their, their career, other effects are like who they are as a person. However, in general, I find that they drop off so much quicker than in regards to men where they, a lot of my lads, they find that, you know, they want to be able to keep promises to themselves and they, there's nothing that'll stop them from doing that. Yeah, I think it's, it's uh, you said it's a hard question. It is a hard question. I think I've had, I've had like I've had definitely had a mixed bag. Some females I've had who I think you're right. Like they definitely, I think they definitely drop off. And when I say drop off, they leave mm. sooner. In my experience, uh, and some of them, I would say for the right reasons. Some of them mm. they got exactly what they came for. Like I had this one, this one woman who she was with me for six months. We got her down to a place where she needed to be, and then. She trusted the process with me and we stopped tracking and we kept on wearing ourselves, kept on measuring. And, you know, she was able to not track anymore and stay as she was, at which point I'm like, sound, see you later. Um, but then again, you have others who, you know, 12 weeks never really fully commit, in my opinion. Mm. And then they go, could it, I don't know, doesn't work or they just don't enjoy it or you know, which is, you know, each their own, that's absolutely sound. With blokes, you know, I think they're just more, I mean, 80% of my long terms are male. Yeah. I think, I think, I think men in general are willing to really give it time, give, make it long term, make it, and I said, that is the thing that I, I think is in, I think it might even be able to deal with obstacles that come in your way. Obviously, it's our job to help people through that. But I find, like, even with men, I feel like they'll tell me more. They'll tell me straight about what's going on. Whereas I feel like a lot of the time, women in the program, and it sometimes takes me digging deeper, like, what's going on? What needs to change? And it's difficult for them to sort of explain that to me. Once you explain it, I can help. But... Um, and I can help give some sort of guidance and advice. But I think why I think that is, I think obviously I always say in one thing that really always really made my program now majority men is the fact that I say it's all it's black and white. I give everything in black and white. I give it how I like it. I like to have that plain, simple direction, action steps. You go do this, you'll go get this. And I yeah. feel like with women men just like that yeah and I think with women I think it's a different situation where you have to be more emotional you have to be able to you know um much just more I well I think get get a get a woman coach on this podcast and ask that same question yeah yeah because I mean I think there'll be I I think this may be a bit of a generalization but I reckon there are if you're a female coach I reckon you're way more likely to just coach females yeah, as opposed to men and women, whereas I think for for men they're more likely to coach both. Um, yeah. And I was actually speaking to my my coach about this, and he said he actually prefers coaching women because, um, especially more in like the bodybuilding world, I think. But he says he prefers coaching women because they're more likely to do what he recommends, and men are more likely to question it. But again, that's in the bodybuilding world, which I guess is a little bit different. Whereby you know he's getting a client like like for example me who's been to this been going to the gym for like 10 years yeah um, it's that, that that comes with a whole different that's a whole different kettle of fish i think i think that's in like regards to they've got females in my program are doing absolutely amazing however yeah. 
I would class them as having more what we'd call like masculine energy in regards to these females are one of them is re- really chases perfectionism. Yeah, they yeah they just want to get yeah yeah. You know, one one of them is a, a really a high achiever. You know, sort of a really top tier sort of job, and it comes with I think a different level of discipline, a different level of drive. Um, I think that differs from person to person, but I think that would be a good thing. You know, obviously you explain understand from say even a female coach on how they deal with it. I say that I was a female coach basically for a hell of a long time. Yeah, um, yeah. and you got some sick results as well. I got some, but again, some... it's, it's the drive. It's the drive, and yeah. But I think for your for that demographic at the time, you know, I think you're a lot. If you, if you I think it's a bit like it's a bit like I. You know, you strike him, you know, you hit gold with someone who is proper, like, oh my God, this has to change, as opposed to the, you know, the the typical sort of like slimming world sort of. Yeah. It's it's difficult right. it's difficult to drag someone up when they're so low. Yeah. Someone needs to have that initial moment of change where they're like, shit, okay, yeah, I need to change my life. Yeah, and then But I said that's that's the same for anyone though, but I but yeah. Because I mean yeah. some of your best results uh, with females, in my opinion. hundred percent. I also yeah. think that's mainly because I didn't really train men at that time. And it's something we actually talked about was like, why are there so many men that only train female coaches? Uh, so yeah, why are there so many men that only train females? Yeah. Um, and I think we talked about it in regards to our series, giving me the definition of what a female is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I probably need that. Um no, um, I think men, male coaches who don't train males do. I think I, I personally do think they come from a place of uh, insecurity with that. Potentially, I think it's a bit like for me, maybe insecurity is like self belief. Like, why should a male listen to me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Like, it's a confidence uh, belief thing. Yeah. As a coach, you you should have that sort of conviction to believe in yourself that you can. Hundred percent. Which um, <laughs> I've definitely like grown, mm-hmm. grown. That's the right phrase. Like manifested myself. You know, a hundred percent. You know, takes just look at look at your previous results. Look at how many people you have helped. Big thing yeah. for me. Big thing for me. It's, 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 it's the, the 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 evidence. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, I think um, when it comes to it as well, something that I think what a lot of people need and what a lot of people sadly don't get are people that will tell them straight. And I think this, I was thinking this the other day because I watched a reel and it was telling about obviously the closest, close friends to you. You know, how many of them will tell you, you know, mate, you're overweight, you need to make a change. Or, you know... Um, mate, you're just drinking too much. What's going on? You, yeah. People, and even me, I don't have friends like that who tell me straight or call me out on the stuff that I shouldn't be doing. And yeah. the reason why I bring this up again, because when I speak to my clients, I tell them I'm not here to people please them. I'm here to tell them exactly what they need to hear. And I think a lot of people lack that. And I think a lot of people do crave that, even though it sounds stupid that. You know, in your mind, if you see your mate, you're like, oh, I shouldn't really tell him this. I really shouldn't tell him. But we actually probably crave that inside. 
And it's weird because people people will also have someone say that as a friend, and so that friend will be like, you know, mate, you look you you've let yourself go, you know, get you know, you need to change. And then that person will start being friends with them, and you think, oh my god, isn't that mental? It's the thing, isn't it? Because you're coming at it from a place of like you care for them. Yeah. But it's hard to take. That is it's hard to take, right? So mm-hmm. take taking criticism is a skill in itself, I think. You have being open to that criticism, being open to to, to to that is is it's definitely challenging. Obviously, it comes down to who's who who that who that's coming from. Is it someone you really look up to? Is it someone that you know that is like a, a bit of a mentor or just like a really, really close friend? I think that gives it context. Mm. Um, but yeah, taking criticism is constructive, you know, if it's constructive criticism, I think it's like it's definitely a skill. Because no one likes being told that they're you know they're doing shit like, yeah you know, we've had like mentor that we've had in the past um i'm still with him obviously like he'll just tell you straight which is why i think you got along so well with him because he'll yeah. just hold you straight and that's just the way that's just like the way he he works right but yeah i think it depends who, who it is for sure i, I think for, for people probably listen to this i'd say you know um number one it's always to be open to constructive criticism. Uh, I've been re- reading "Ego is the Enemy," and it's one of the biggest parts. Is that? Oh, have you? you? Um, so it was that, that, right? Yeah, that you should always be a student. Yeah, that that's that's the thing. Um, always keep learning. Always be a student. Always be a student, and a, a student is taking con- constructive criticism. If, if yeah. someone tells you or someone makes a remark or comment, don't take it as a hit against you. Take it as an opportunity to be like, okay, I need to change. I need to do this. I need to find this. 100%. Also, on the other hand, you know, help people out and also a way of being like, okay, mate, I think, you know, I'm going to be completely honest with you. You know, you're, you know, getting to really, you know, you're getting really overweight now and I think something needs to be changed. What's going on? speak to your friend like that ask them tell them that question if they are truly a friend of yours then i'll accept that and they'll be like okay and they'll try and find some help but i think we need to be doing more just as people in general to help people keep others to higher standards i think we're all just happy just being in this you know sort of low tier sort of circle and just happy just to stay there it shouldn't be like that you can be that person anyone can be that person that brings the rest of everyone up sometimes people don't follow sometimes they will that's you've got to always do that first though you know the biggest thing that i notice in my clients and what i notice even with me is that you lose a lot of people that you thought you were close to when you get in shape when you start looking after yourself when you start putting yourself first and those people shouldn't be in your life and it is on you to just deal with that and move past that and understand as well that okay that person wasn't meant to be here with me at this time that's fine and just carry on pushing forward um it's unbelievably important to, um, as I said, always be that student and always want to get better. Yeah. And it's such, um, I think I remember, I actually remember that chapter as well in the book. Mm. It's like, wasn't it when uh, it's like some like rock star guitarist and he's like one of the best guitarists like on the planet, yet he still has lessons from other, like he still wants to learn, never wanted well, to I'm, stop, yeah, stop, stop yeah. learning. I, I think it was like, was it like Metallica? 
or something. Yeah, Metallica. Yeah, yeah. Metallica, Metallica um, like yeah. I can't. Ever, I can't think of his name. Um, I've off my head, but yeah, I know it's. I know exactly what you're on about, and it's. It's so true. Like I've read that and I've resonated immediately because I've always. I'm always someone who's loved learning. Yeah. Like, regardless, like I've got like fucking, not oh, sounds like a self brag, but like you know, I've got two degrees. Like you know, I've just always loved, always loved learning. I've just sort of like taken that now in the sense of you know. Dan from TMP, like learn about myself or yeah. mentors, learn about marketing, learn how to, you know, just just always, always, always learning and always trying to. It's that constant self development loop. Yeah, because I think like I think there's um I can't remember who said it, but it's like a stoic a stoic quote. Like if you if you think you know everything, you'll never learn anything new or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're never open to learning. I I actually saw a reel again the the other day, and it was mentioning about um what you've just um made a point on there obviously paying for all mentors but that's all in self-development and when i was reading this the key to it was that self-development should be for the whole of your life you should always want to get develop constantly that's the whole point and that's where the learning comes into it but a lot of people don't even start self-developing they, they just sit but what would you say to someone you know who has done no self-development i'd say depending on what their opinion of it was i'd be like you know hey you know they weren't willing to do any self-development or you know that sounds that sounds nimby pimby or whatever i'd be like you don't like I understand what you're saying, but you haven't you haven't tried it. You know, do you really think you can get get a good opinion on it if you have have never tried it before? Um, and I think it's just about finding just something that resonates with you and works for you. Because there's loads of different ways to go about it, right? So many different ways to go about it. And like you know, exercise is self development, in my opinion. You know, being able to try new things, doing yoga, for example, that self. I think that's self development in, in itself. Yeah, like coaches, mentors, stuff like that. Even like reading books. Like there are so many self-help books out there now. And so many of them just didn't resonate with me. They never landed. Mm-hmm. And you just need to find one that just, I think it's just about being open to it and staying open to it. Because you're, you're like, you'll find something that works well for you. And when it hits, it like proper hits. And you're like, oh my God, where's this been my whole life? I think it's just, again, I think like being open to it. But you got you got to have a reason to be open to it, right? Yeah. I th- I think it's meant a lot for people to be open to it. Normally, it comes from a traumatic event. Yeah, I feel uh, like we yeah. have so many people like it's like a health scare. Like you've had, you've had that. I, mean, you, I know you've yeah. had a lot of these as well, especially like a heart issues and they're like, "Fuck, I've got to do something about my weight." Yeah, I've had loads of it, but it's it's crazy that that has to come into place. And it's crazy yeah, yeah. that I find it unbelievably meant a lot. People just are unaware, you know. Um, a lot of the people that I used or used to help specifically were like massive, massive people, and they're just not aware. They're like, oh, they're like, like, they're like, oh, it's just me fitness levels that I'm getting out of breath. I'm like, mate, you're like 26 stone. You know, he's like, oh, I'm struggling to sleep. I'm like, mate, you're 26 stone. You know, mm. do people not like have any sort mm. of education around any of it? You know, even it's hard, isn't it? It's hard. Like, it's, it's, if they feel happy at that, it's like they've got no reason to want to change. Yeah, but at the same time, how can you be happy at that? Do you know, and not in the regards of, oh, I want to go out and pull girls, or I want to go out and, you know, mate, if you can't walk up a set of stairs without absolutely blowing, what's the point in living life? 
if you can't go outside or go shopping without feeling anxious, well, what's the point? You need to just open your open your fucking eyes. A lot of the, I think a lot of people in general are just proper like going on a bit of a rant now, but just a lot of people just aren't. They just they just think that all this is normal. It's not. You know, I say, like, they, they, say, they think it's normal. It's something that does ang- anger me. You know, like when I said to you when I was at that wedding and I got caught saying that I should go on Love Island and all stuff like this, I was like, what are you all are you doing with your lives? Come on. Yeah. It's not hard. I don't realistically, you know, it took me just consistent effort over years, years and years, but it wasn't anything dramatic. Mm-hmm. Training three times a week, training four times a week. That's four hours out of my week that I was doing. So it's like I've, I've literally I've um, I've shown clients like with with tracking food, like because obviously your iPhone or whatever phone that will now track it, right? Yeah. And it's like your average average because I still track my food every day because it's you know best way to fastest way to get me yeah. to be. And so I'm still tracking my food every day, and um, I spend an average of two minutes per day tracking my food. And I, I show I show that to people, and I'm like, you know, have you not got two minutes? It's just yeah. like per, perspective to it, right? Yeah, it's even like it's people are even unaware of you know you can spend 15 minutes on Instagram, on TikTok, but you can't spend 15 minutes cooking yourself a meal. Yeah, it's like. But it's, I think it all comes down to that self-awareness once again. Yeah, 100%. Um, but I don't know. I think it, it makes me wonder because when I when I was at... See, I when I started to become more consciously aware, which is because, for me, you know, I started my journey to 18, 17, 10, and 18. I wasn't, even a, I wasn't even fully grown. And I knew that I had to change. Yeah, and for me, I think it angers me when people are like thirty years old, and they're still not had that moment, even though they're not in a great position to start with. Um, and I, I think that, that that trigger that like I'm like saying it's it's, it's not right. That but but why that why point. should why should we have to rely on a trigger, lad? Do you know what I mean? Why yeah, should any, why should anyone have to rely on a trigger and not just see it before? You know, yeah. um. Yeah, I don't know. It's you know the, the mad thing is just that once people start actually going to the gym or start looking after themselves, they think to themselves, "Oh my god, how amazing is it? Is this life? This life is actually so good. I'm actually loving everything I'm doing. I'm feeling so good, best I've ever been." And you think, and and then they think to themselves, "Well, why have I not done this before?" Yeah, you have to get to that point to make that to realize that, right? Yeah, I think a big part of it is just like head buried in sand a bit it's so easy to get caught up in day-to-day life busyness you know shit going on there's always shit going on right i think yeah. it's just it's just it's hard to take a long hard look in the mirror it's hard to be it's hard to recognize that you need help and then ask for help like it's just it's not easy to do right it's not easy to do which is why i do think often it does come down to something triggering it like a health scare like the doctor saying you, you, you need to lose weight like suddenly looking around and I don't know, whatever the trigger is, you know, whatever the trigger, whatever it is that people come to you and will come to us for, for help. But it's just very easy to have your head in the sand. Or... Yeah. The amount of people who like, who say, I know, I know that I eat rubbish and they know they do, 
you know, whether it be in chocolate bars or just, just all beige food or whatever it is. Like, I know I eat rubbish, but until they have someone, a reason, like, it's, it's just that again, comes back down to accountability. You know, as soon as they've, they've invested, as soon as they've put their money down, as soon as they've got someone looking over their shoulder a bit, they're like, they suddenly sort of stop and it suddenly becomes so much easier to do. I've, I've not missed eating rubbish is literally the message I had from a client uh, and you sign up. She, she started this week. You know, I've not missed eating rubbish, but she was doing it before and she knew she shouldn't be doing it before, but she still, still did it. Mm. You know, it's crazy. So, how the mind works. It is mad. It is mad. It is mad. Um, it is mad. I see it all the time. When, when, yeah. when people, people say, oh, I should be exercising. Yeah. I should, I should be eating well. Yeah. I should be going outside. And you think to yourself, um... it's like uh, you said that with everything, though, right? It's like I should be planning my content better. I should be, um, you know, just planning my days better. I should be. You can apply it to anything, right? It's like for for example, I I struggle sometimes getting back to replies of people that maybe aren't clients of mine, right? Yeah, same. Some, so, I'm glad that's a problem for you as well. That's, that's it's some, something I struggle with all the time. I see like 20 messages and I'm just like, I can't be bothered. However, at the same time, I'm like, I, it's something I used to mention to myself yesterday. It's like, if I get it done, I'd feel so much better. Number two, yeah. these people need help. You're not get you're by not giving them the help that they need, you're just making their life worse. So it's I asked myself them two things yesterday just before I went to bed and I met, done every done all my messages before I put my phone in my office. And it's um ask oh, it's asking that sort of question and that was me holding myself accountable to do that. And then you feel better for it. In the end of the day, if you're self-aware and can turn around and be like, I'll feel better for it, I'll feel exactly. better for it, then you'll go and do it. it. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I don't I don't want to get up and have to walk, you know, twelve thousand steps every day. I'll feel better feel for be- it. You feel better for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I'll go and do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Mad. No. Mad. I feel like we should definitely do, um, not today, but we should definitely do a, definitely do an episode on self-discipline. Yeah. I think that would be good. Yeah. I, I think it's, I find all this sort of stuff really um, difficult to talk about without becoming ranty because I think for me it's so far away from where I used to be that yeah. I don't even really connect much with it anymore yeah but you know? I feel like I'd, I'd argue and say try to because every client you'll work with is not they not on the side they won't be on the same level as you with that yeah so they'll you know like you say they'll need help in an empathy in bringing them up yeah yeah, 100%. It is that thing. It is the struggle to have empathy. It's something I've, I've been working on for a long time now. Um, coming from that sort of caring place. But yeah. Uh, yeah. there's nothing better when someone jumps in and they already know they need help. They know they want to get started. There's no question. Yeah. There's no having to... Literally, like, that. the, the client um, who I signed up, she, on the call, she was like, um, she's just about so she's 49 she's about to turn 50 she recognized she was in the worst shape of her life she's had massive like she's had like big back issues and like she's had a lot of stuff that a lot of shit's happened that's outside of her control but she had let herself slip with that as well she hasn't been able to exercise so you know and therefore hasn't been eating very well because the two as we know often go hand in hand 
Mm. The big thing for her was like, I don't want to be fat at 50. I want to be fit at 50 is what she actually said. Like she said that on the call and like, she was, she was in that place already. She was like, she'd seen one of my other clients who got doing amazing well, got really good result. She saw her, she looked at herself and was like, it's something like, it's something like gave her context and she was like, I just have to change, I need to change. Yeah. It's the, the, the people that I, that obviously, because I know I feel like I should, once again, you feel like you shouldn't have to be able, you shouldn't need to, um, you know, kind of bring people in. I don't know what the word for it, like try and hook them in, try to be like, you know what I mean? I feel like you shouldn't need to do that. No, yeah. Um, but I said once people do normally take that jump in and do get started, it is um such a beneficial process. And you see such changes, and the changes are amazing. Being able to see people go from you know nothing to getting job promotions, to feel amazed about themselves, to getting in relationships, to all that is amazing. It's so amazing, and for me, it's always like that first. It's just that initial hurdle of being open to getting help, being willing to make a bit of an investment, and then as soon as you, I always like we always say it right, motivation is a reward for making progress. As soon as you start to see progress, it's like stick, <laughs> like absolutely sick. Suddenly, it's like, like I've got this client who's like he'll go and find meals to cook on Instagram because he loves mm. it, you know, um, and just people who are, you know, they will hit their protein. They'll go over their protein because they know it works. Yeah. And as soon as you you have that sort of like, it's almost like you need to prove to yourself that you can do it and you start to see those changes, it's like, boom, it's like, sick. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I just the love thing is, uh, something I mentioned to my clients yesterday, success always leaves clues. Yeah. 100%. So no matter what you're successful in, so, for example, if you've been successful in going to the gym three times in a week, okay, what? Why was that? Yeah. Find out why. Learn from that. When it comes to any anything in regards to, like, for me, when was I, you know, performing at my best? Oh, it was when I was sat there watching podcasts in between all my breaks. I was yeah. watching self develop self development videos on YouTube. You know. Yeah. That's when I was at my yeah. best. Successfully, read, clues, read, do the same reading thing. Books, right? Reading books. Yeah, reading, reading books. books. Having, um, that, just having that, that around you. It's so easy to now be able to get the help that you do need in regards to even just like mindset help. Lad, it's literally a YouTube search away is a million videos. If you want to literally, literally if, the day if you want to. Sorry. Go on. Okay. I was going to say, I know I literally fucking. Like I'm well aware that I just literally like I just stoicism resonates so hard with me and like like Ryan Holiday which like I'm such a fanboy but his that channel is sick it's so good yeah it's unbelievable it's so good yeah yeah it's um, um I watched I watched like all I literally watched anything that was under twenty minutes on there yeah but video wise just can't and, just wild up on now, the now when there's when there's something over twenty minutes I'm buzzing. Because I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's more of a longer one. And I can, you know, yeah, just, yeah. just watch it for longer. But it's anything. So if you want productivity tips, you've got, you can go find productivity tips. There's loads of people that do yeah. it. There's one, one of my favorites is that Iman, that Iman Gadzi. 
he does amazing productivity tips, self, you know, how to become like a millionaire or stuff like that. But it's all productivity tips that will massively help you. Once again, crazy thing is, and most of these productivity tips that any video I watch is getting in shape is normally the first tip. Um, second is like, you know, if you want to find some sort of motivation, you know, there's loads of motivational videos out there. You know, yeah. when I when I was younger, I used to make sure I used to watch a sports documentary once a week. You know, yeah. you used to motivate me unbelievably. You know, yeah. sitting there watching like a comeback story or like a um, CrossFit Games. I used to watch that and I used to be like, yes. You know, get unbelievably motivated. Yeah. Self-care. I think this is something that gets on underrated massively. You know, if you can turn around and you're like, I'm, it's terrible to say, I bet you are half the people probably even listen to this don't even clean their teeth twice a day. Do you know what Jacket? I mean? No way. 100%, no way. man, 100%. No this Although I was, I, was listening, I was listening to the radio yesterday and um, there's just like a feature about like being lazy. And this this work, one person wrote in and said, oh, I, I didn't clean my teeth last night as a treat. <laughs> she couldn't be bothered as a treat. I didn't clean my teeth last night. I, I I could imagine a, major, a lot of majority of people don't even make their beds. Yeah, that's been I a big think, thing for me actually. Start your day off by doing something productive, like well, do the little thing, do the little things well. Win stack up, win stack up. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was in when I was in the stag do, don't be wrong. Yes, I know it's a stag do, but I think I was maybe the only person cleaning me fucking teeth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So exactly, yeah. I think that's that. There's not, yeah, hundred percent. Like, so, say it's a stag do, but what's the excuse? That so if you're on a stag do, you don't have to clean your teeth. Well, well the the self care is so unbelievably important. Yeah. Do you you know like for me, it's a self care routine, moisturizing, doing my hair, doing all this, making myself feel good. Yeah, you can make yourself feel good by doing so something so simple as just using beard oil. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can make yourself feel good. I don't know by um, using a teeth whitener. Yeah. You and can, then you want, to, and then you want to do other things. Y- yes. Yeah. If then you're looking to feel good, then actually you want to wear clothes then to feel good. You know, yeah. one of the biggest things that I always do is I always, um, unless I'm going to the gym in the morning, like for example today, I'll always dress up. I'll always wear nicer clothes. Yeah. I won't sit there and people, you know, wear pajamas or sit there and wear you know a shorts and a vest or something i just won't do it yeah. i because I, I want to feel good because i know that helps me become not more productive makes me feel good makes me feel in like a actual proper mindset and that you know um it just makes you feel really good about yourself it's, it's, there's so many self-care tips you know even um, I think that's something that goes under the radar is something so simple and that and that is something so cheap that you can do for literally under a tenner is start looking after your own skincare, looking after yourself and that yeah. might go forward into more things yeah um, no I agree with that, that's sick I do agree looking that. after your sleep, routines routines, you know yeah. Stand- you go on, standards it, you know you don't have to pay for any of this anyone anyone that is listening, no. you don't have to pay for anything go on YouTube Okay, what's the best self-care? Yeah, I it's videos that come up all the time for me. What's the best? Um, you know, if you struggle with fashion, you don't know what sort of clothes you should be wearing, there you go, YouTube. You know, there's so much men's stuff out there to be able to actually help you. You should go watch. Yeah. It doesn't take yeah. you instead of watching a, you know, like 
Mate, you're in your, you're in your 20s nearly get hitting 30 and people are still watching Sidemen. Do you know, like, get a grip of your life. Do you know what I mean? I don't, know, what, what is, I don't even know what Sidemen is. It, it's, it's like um, a group that people used to watch or, like, it's like a YouTube group of where they do, like, silly challenges and stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, you're not a child anymore. And this is what I'm trying to get across to people. You know, it's mental that people are still sat there playing games till two, three in the morning and you're nearly 30 years old. You know, don't be wrong. You can still do it. I'm not telling you can't. I, st- I Right now, I'm still playing games. However, I've got time boundaries. The other the other day, I was like, okay, Monday evening, I'm going to play for an hour and a half. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's time boundaries, isn't it? And then when an hour and a half was done, I got up, I finished, I then started my bedtime routine. 